So, I just recently had a conversation on Facebook with an excuse maker. Yeah, you can probably imagine how well that went for him. Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That's what you're going to need in this industry to climb up that ladder and take those next steps. The days of big companies with big money finding a diamond in the rough and turning them into a superstar are over. Uh, The good news is you don't have to ask anybody's permission anymore to get to where you need to go. The bad news is you got to do it yourself and get some traction before you're going to get that publishing deal, that record deal, that booking deal, that management deal. And that's why we called it The Climb, C-L-I-M be creating leverage in the music business that's why we did that it's mm-hmm. a backstory from a good friend named brent baxter he's also the co-host brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by alan jackson randy travis lady a joe nichols got two number ones last year which is just a month ago mm-hmm. and uh so he's rocking and rolling and what i love about brent he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro do business like a pro and then he connects you with the pros so uh uh, you know, speaking of excuses, just because you don't live in Nashville or L.A. or New York, Brent's taking that away. <laughs> no, right. You got the opportunity to get there. You can find it very easily at songwritingpro.com. Once again, songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. Yeah, it's complicated, but Johnny's smart. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs. Just to name a few, you can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production, singular, no S, and there's no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's happening, man? Woo, I'm fired up today. Fired up? This sounds like a conversation that would just piss me off. Oh, yeah. 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 I was driving around with my wife. We were having a, a date day. And while the kids were still in school before we picked them up, and so I was taking a little time off work and hang out with the missus, you know, my girl. And, uh, you know, this conversation had been going on on Facebook with this person for a little earlier that morning. And, you know, we were waiting on our Applebee's to go or something, you know, and I'll check it again. I'm like, honey, you believe this? So he even got me talking to my wife about it. She was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, yeah, ridiculous, huh? So normally don't talk to her about that stuff, but it was getting how to get your blood boiling in three seconds. I don't like give an excuse. (laughs) All right. Well, before we get to that, let's take care of a little business here. Join the climb community. If it's on Facebook, if you haven't done so already, ask to be let in. We let everybody in, but you got to ask. Mm-hmm. This is a great community, singers, songwriters, indie artists, indie musicians, where they're hooking up with co-writes, they're sharing promotion, things that have worked, things that haven't worked, asking questions, getting answers. It's it's a vibrant community. We're super proud of it. We want to see more of you there. If you're, if you're a climber, you need to be in that community because we're posting stuff in there too, like... Uh, It can be a a good sort of aggregate resource for you in terms of music news and Mm -hmm. and different things of that nature. That's right. And we also it's a place to share your wins with the community. We love them, big or small. We love all the wins. We have a uh, Wednesday post called New Heights, and it's where we encourage you to leave a comment under that post. 
bragging on yourself, giving thanks, feeling blessed, whatever it is, right? So I'd like to share a couple of these every episode when we can. Uh, this is from a little ways back, but uh, we're going to try and get to them all eventually, right? So Bill O'Hanlon got a song signed to a music library uh, for a movie pitch. So good job, Bill. Good luck with that. Nice. Way to go, Hanlon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Sunday Joe Graham said uh, she booked another co-write with a new co-writer and created an intro video for a new venture. Tootie Mae is doing. Tootie Mae Wooly, I guess, is her uh, comedy persona, alter ego. And it's called Toilet Bowl Tales with Tootie Mae. <laughs> I'm a little scared. Feeling a little flush right now. I'm not sure scared. <laughs> how that's going to go. But uh, let's see here. Oh, Nico Zarcone. Said, started a custom song business. Let me write and record a song for you. So launched a new a new venture. So we're excited for you, Nika. I hope that goes well. Interesting. I, yeah. I, wait, I got a comment on that. I got a comment on that. He probably already thought of this, but man, there's a couple cats around town that are doing that. And you know what they're who they're targeting for con, like for customers? I would imagine weddings. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. That's All that's right? the that's who you want to get. Yeah. Weddings, anniversaries, that kind of thing. Okay. Which I would imagine you could do because you're the Facebook ad guru that you could target people that have recently joined certain like engagement groups or a honeymoon post or certain, <laughs> yeah. certain things like honeymoon destinations and all that kind of stuff. I imagine you can find that and you can target those people and stalk all up in their bit chili. Oh, yeah. So, you can get, yeah, you can be the nosy pepper jalapeno business. Jalapeno, brother. So, all right. <laughs> What else we got? Is that okay? It? So no, well, join the climb community yeah. if you haven't done so already. Leave a rating and review. We're trying to get to two hundred on iTunes, and if there's any other place to leave it, leave it there. But I'm not sure where else you can leave. Mine just know about iTunes. And finally, tell a friend about it. Every episode gets listened to. Like every month, we have sometimes it's even like four or five downloads on an episode that's almost five years old. So yeah. people go back and they go digging. And we're proud of that. But listen, you're spending a bunch of time. Tell somebody about it, okay? That's right. There we go. All right. So, man, this is going to wind me up. But tell me about this conversation. (laughs) It's totally going to wind you up. All right. So I'm on Facebook and all that good stuff. And people reach out. Oftentimes, it's not unusual. And they'll, you know, have friend requests or whatever. And anyway, so this dude, he's going to remain nameless because protect the guilty here. (laughs) Anyway, we'll get around. Anyway, receive this. Sounds Facebook. like he's not going to listen to podcasts anyway, so uh, well, he's not going to know. <laughs> I, I've recommended it several times, as you'll see. So I figured let's just kind of walk through this conversation, and uh, Johnny can can lose his marbles. I think it'd be fun. Because okay? <laughs> this is a lot of your world. This person is a singer-songwriter, so aspiring artist and songwriter. And so I thought, let's, let's talk about this. Okay, it's my conversation mm-hmm. with the with an excuse maker. All right. So message, just message me out of the blue, which is cool. That's my public profile. So that's cool. I said, yo, I'm a songwriter. I'm trying to turn pro also. So my response is cool. I help songwriters through my website. Here's the link songwritingpro.com. I said, oh, I have a free blog and a podcast. There's hopefully can help you on your journey. So me just trying to add value. You know, he brought it up. Like here's some free resources. I ain't trying to sell them on nothing. Cause yeah, I'm, I'm already a really good songwriter. I just haven't gotten the chance yet. Oh, for God's sakes. I'm like, oh, boy. (laughs) Why is it that 
Okay, why is it that anytime anyone, I don't already know who they are, I don't know their track record, but they start up going, yeah, I'm really good, I automatically assume they have no freaking clue what they're talking about. Yeah, so there's a little nugget for you. This is my immediate <laughs> Well, lack of response. humility means lack of awareness. Yes. And so they're, they're clueless that they're terrible is the first thing. And, and 9.9999999 times out of 10, you're going to be right about that. Yeah. So that's a little nugget for you. If Shane McAnally you know, emails me or texts me or something, is like, hey, I'm really great and we should write. I'm like, well, yeah, you are really great. Because <laughs> I've already said that about you. You don't need to tell me. But, you know, that would be weird. Yeah, and Shane but- McAnally would never lead with that. And he doesn't lead with that. He'd be like, hey, I'm Shane McAnally. Hey, Want to write? You're like, uh, uh yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I already know you're great. I can turn on the radio and tell. So that's one thing. This immediately is like a red flag. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, this is probably not already great. So, hey, if you think you're great and you may or may not, dear climber, don't lead with that because Johnny and I both, in our professional opinions, go, you're probably not. Now you're already <laughs> starting off in the hole. Oh yeah, you just sound like somebody I wouldn't want to freaking hang out with to start off. Like I, you know, I, yeah, exactly. I, I, we're just going to sit around and listen to how great you are, and and how many times nothing happened because the stupid industry and it's all, you know, nepotism and friends and just I'm the most awesome person yeah. there is, and the world doesn't like shoot me in the head. And I get it. It's a weird, it is a business where we're trying to promote ourselves and our stuff. But, you know, there's a reason why I have Johnny introduce me and I introduce Johnny on the first of every episode because I can brag on Johnny, even though he wrote the script for him. (laughs) And he can brag on me, even though I wrote that part. You know, (laughs) we can brag on each other and and it's cool. Like, okay, hey, let me tell you good stuff about Johnny. And and hopefully you listen to go, oh, Johnny sounds great. But... (laughs) Hold on a second. Hold on. You know how the rappers always got like a hype man? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, we're each other's hype man. Like if this guy would just like get a little bit smarter about the marketing part of it, no matter how good or how terrible he is, and Mm -hmm. just had a hype man, like my name's, my name's Bobby Jones. And it's like, that's Bobby Jones. He's He's an amazing writer. writer. (laughs) Yeah. Mad rhymes, man. <laughs> yeah. So that that would be yeah. I mean, if Johnny came on and said, and there is no S because there is no other Johnny. Me, that would be, right. <laughs> he didn't write that part, by the way. I added that part. You know, that's true. I didn't add that. He you put the flavor in that. that. I, I did that. I can say that about you because thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. I wouldn't remember. I wouldn't remember. So as we learned, he's already really good. Not just good, really good. So I said, well, if you have the goods, I host some opportunities to connect with the pros. I actually have one going on right now with an artist and a producer looking for hits. It's the music industry pitch event that's going on right now with Ray Hamilton from Song Placement Pros. I'm like, okay, you good? Let's, well, maybe you're looking for an opportunity. Hey, he started it. Sure, here's an opportunity for you. Connect you yeah. to the pros, right? It's one of my things. I don't want to hold out on opportunity. And, by the way, and, and, and just to review... He said, I'm already a good songwriter, but I'm still trying to turn pro because he hasn't made any relationships. Yeah, he goes, right? I just haven't gotten the chance yet, right? The chance I'm like, yet. There well, we go. I'm like, so here it is. Here's the solution. Here's a chance. Here, you know what his response was? What? Sorry, man. I'm not paying the 25 bucks. <laughs> well, of course. They should come to me. But he has not had the chance yet. Yeah. 
And they now, should come to me. As y'all know, I provide legit opportunities, like get people face-to-face with pros, right? And this is one of them. Yes, it's not for free, but these are legit opportunities. So I'm like, I'm just, I'm looking for the exit at this point, right? Where's my, where's my exit? I'm, I want to get off this road because this yeah, is this hold dead on. road I'm on right I got now. More. I'm going to interrupt you a lot on this yes. one, buddy. I'm sorry. But I'll bet you he damn sure, like, as soon as he got through typing that, he went down to the bar and bought himself a couple of cocktails and was telling his friends about how the ministry sucks so bad because he never got any chances. And spent 25 bucks just, at the damn bar. Just, you know, it's right. Here's one. I get it. Some people, I mean, I don't know the financial situation. Oh, this drives me bananas. This reminds me of the, of the joke, the, the, the joke about the dude in the hurricane, right? Who's, oh, I was just thinking the same thing, the flood. And he's like, Lord, please save me. And these people come by in a boat and they're like, dude, get off your roof. Come on, let's go. And he's like, no, the Lord will save me. And then the water keeps going. And then later a helicopter comes by and the National Guard is like, Mr. Grab the rope, get off the roof. The floods. He's like, no, I prayed the Lord will save me. Well, then, of course, he drowns and he goes up to heaven. He's like, Lord, I prayed that you would save me. He's like, yeah, I sent you a boat and a helicopter. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I guess you did. Yeah, oops. Yeah. It wasn't like a big neon sign with a it, finger pointing like, this just, is God yeah, sending you. Beam you up this like is Scott. your chance. <laughs> yeah. So he just hadn't gotten a chance. Well, here's one. Uh, and I'm not paying the 25 bucks. Okay. Well, uh, so my response is, again, I'm looking for the exit. No worries. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But then he comes back. He's like, I believe my stuff is good enough. I'm like, awesome. Good luck. Yeah. You know, I'm like. <laughs> I, don't I, want to talk, I want to keep talking about me. Yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I've sent you to my website. You can find the climb. You can find blog, plenty of free stuff, you know, to help you on your path. Yeah, I've shown you my whole oh, arsenal. I, I've it. got nothing else to help you with. Yeah. So I'm like, awesome. Good luck. And he comes back a little bit later, like an hour later. He goes, could I ride with you? <laughs> and just, I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of curious. Like he's really good. Right. He said so himself. I want to hear this. I'm like, send me some stuff so I can check it out. So he does. He sends me like five hundred songs. songs. <laughs> yeah. Five songs. He's like, oh, first he says, send me your number. And I'm thinking, I didn't say this, but no. like, not just no, but heck no. Not Hell number, no. Dude. So no, just sorry. I don't send no. Uh, anyway, send me your number. And then he sends me like five songs, like work tape stuff. He goes, These are my five most recent pieces. So I listened. They're all right. They're fine, but they're not for to my ears. Listen to them. They're not, they're not amazing. They're just like their songs. Okay, I mean, they're not. So they're terrible. not a catastrophe. They're not they're a not train a, wreck. They, no, they were not a catastrophe, but they weren't like wow. He, yeah. you know, how I'm so glad I found him. You know, he's not making me. Yeah, it's not yet. like the house that built me, followed by in color, followed by uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, or even the girl, followed by you drive my truck. Or even like, I, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> none of that. Um, but it's all right. You know, so, you know, I see you see his little picture on your because I'm having all this on my phone. So you see his little profile pic and he looks dude in a hat, looks like a young dude, like ball cap. I'm like, OK, so he's a young guy. Sounds young. So, you know, he's on his journey. I listen a little bit when I get the time or whatever. So he continues on. He's like, I've been going through some stuff. So some of the, this is pretty personal. I'm like, oh, boy. 
here, here comes the here comes the two hour talk about everything he's been through. Yeah. Oh boy! That, it, I, hey, if you're great, you can't just put that in a song and give me yeah. three and a half minutes. I'm like, <laughs> personal is great, but all I care about is is it awesome or not. So then a little bit later, because I'm just not sure how to respond to like, oh yeah, the songs are yeah, all right. He goes, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to sign a publishing deal at the bare minimum. I'm like, really. <laughs> Like that's anything below that is oh, a bare uh, publishing not going to work for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> this guy needs his own reality show. This oh, is like yeah. Honey Boo Boo oh, or something. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, I haven't responded yet. And then he follows up immediately after, like, I'm definitely good enough to be a signed artist, but there's been some implicit racism. I'm like, wait, what? I'm looking at his little bitty circle picture. You know the one on Messenger. What? So I click on it to his his profile. I'm like, racism? What's going on here? Is he like, like a person of color? Oh, he's Asian, apparently. So he's okay. like a 20 year old lives in California. He's he's Asian, but I, you know, he wasn't like wearing the rice paddy hat, you know, from the Ville Triangle thing. You know, he's just like wearing a ball cap. I couldn't even tell from the thing. He's like, okay. And listen, I can speak on this because most of my children are Chinese. Right. Yeah, I would say, yeah. So he's he's Asian, but. I mean, he doesn't look like he just came over from Beijing. I mean, he's just like an American kid that, yeah, is Asian, but he's like an American kid. Okay, and he's in his country music, by the way. So I listen to his song, like, okay, these are like pop country things. So he's like, yeah, there's been some implicit racism. I'm like, <sighs> okay. That's, you know. That probably manifested itself in the form of, um, no, it's a pass. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get around to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Already, I'm like, okay, I literally love me some Chinese kids. I'm like, okay. Do you think like, he knows that you got Chinese kids? That probably, you're, no, that you're probably not. I don't think, I think the guy just found <laughs> me and hit me up. And at least he's not calling me racist because that would really end poorly. So, or actually it'd be really funny. I'm like, let, and let me send you pictures of my children. <laughs> Here's how racist I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, he doesn't, he doesn't say that. I mean, it's not about the industry in general. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the good news is if you're that good, you don't need the gatekeepers to let you in the party. You can start your own party and find your fans. We talk about this a ton on the podcast. Again, <laughs> only you do the free stuff. I'm here. I'm still trying to help you, buddy. So help, me help you. <laughs> help me help you. And and that's true. It's like okay, racism. Well, you know what? Tell that to Kane Brown. Tell that to Jimmy Allen. Right? Yeah. Two, two African American dudes with number ones recently that are doing yeah. well. All right. I'm like okay in country music. So I get it. I can't think of an Asian American or an Asian that's been big in country. Soji Tabuchi in Branson, the Japanese fiddler, maybe. But okay, I get it. Uh, you know, who's your role, role model in that? But still, hey, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, and I know how you feel about it, Johnny. Start your own party. Find your people. Right? Exactly. Who Sounds like there's people? nobody else in that lane. Yep. Because you know what? Music business, ultimately what it comes down to is the color green. That's right. Like, okay, you got a business. Let's hop on board. Yeah. I don't care if you're purple. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we, we talk about that plenty on the show. That's when I start thinking mm -hmm. about oh, oh, this guy. So I'm like, yeah, we talk about it a ton. Start your own party. You don't need the gatekeeper. Start your own thing. They'll find you. He goes, I'd like to get some real chances with labels. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Oh, this is my response. These days, you got to start your own buzz. There's no gatekeepers on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, etc. You can find the people who love what you do. You got to put in the work. But if you do, 
and you're that good, the labels will notice. They won't give a rip what you look like, and you'll have to decide if you want to give up ownership of your career to a label. The leverage reverses. Amen? Talking like a climber. I've been listening to you, Johnny. Yes, you have. Well, that's I can't, true. I'm, I'm waiting to hear what his response okay. is. And, and by the way, oh yeah, we'll get to So, but that's true. Okay. So sidebar, there are no gatekeepers on TikTok. Uh, what's his name? Old Town Road, right? Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. Thank you. I mean, it was it a country hit. It charted on the country charts. Was that even gay and black? <laughs> right. and, 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 and it's not like. You can't tell. I mean, this is a flamboyant, out-of-the-closet gay dude who wears, like, pink leather outfits. I mean, there's no mistaking that he's gay. He doesn't give a a rip what you think about him. Number one for 26 weeks. Didn't get there uh, because a label gave him a chance. He got there because he blew up on TikTok and they couldn't say no. There was a lot of debate on should this belong on the country charts? Is this a country song? Because it has some country vernacular and <laughs> talks about his horse, but really sonically and, and Billy, Billy Ray not, Cyrus was the was the initial, I believe. Wasn't he the initial one? Oh uh, no. Well at first I think it was just just Nas X, right? It was just him and then he started adding all these various uh, wow, okay. Which was spirit. just freaking Brilliant. Brilliant, by the way. Great. But, you know, they were having this conversation, but they could not ignore it because it was that compelling. Love it or hate it, think it's country, think it's not country, whatever. Like, he crashed the party. He was not invited. He crashed the party. Yeah. Came right through the front door with a a dump truck of money already behind him. Like, anybody, I need some help with this thing. Can somebody help me haul this money? (laughs) Yeah. No permission. No, no apologies. They came to him. They just could not ignore it, right? And obviously, that's not the everyday example, but it shows you that it is possible, right? Mm -hmm. That's just a really glaring example. So, but it happens more and more. I mean, I just, just real quick side Mm -hmm. note that's Granger Smith, that's Uh Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson, that is Noah Guthrie, that is Carmen, that is Chainsmokers, became undeniable on digital, did a whole lot of what? What? Traffic. Traffic. Undeniable, consistent traffic. And then everybody's like, we could use you with us. Let's let's do something together. Like, we can help you and you can help us. And and it all works out. Not, yeah, okay, go on. Okay, so again, talking about you don't no gatekeepers on any of these platforms. Go build a party. People will start noticing the leverage reverses. He goes, there are some artists who are signed who I'm definitely better than. But it's called sex appeal and racism, sadly. It doesn't give Asian people a legit chance. They say my stuff isn't good enough, but that's just not the case. This is, you know, this is, this is episode one of any given season of American Idol. <laughs> yeah, it's that. And, and also, it's like, dude, I tell you, I listened to his music before I knew he was Asian. And he's, you know, he just, it looks like it's just a white, in the thing, he's just like a little white kid, okay? Yeah. He looks like and, a little white suburban boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does from the thing, a ball cap. And okay, I can't tell from the little thing, right? So I'm, you know, I'm just listening to the music, dude. Sorry, colorblind listening. And it, it didn't blow my socks off. It was like, it was yeah. all right. But is it good enough? Is that something I take to a Believe me, if I thought there was money there, I'd have jumped on and said, dude, let's write. Yep. Because 
I have a family to feed. A bunch yeah. of Asian family to feed. So, <laughs> you know how much rice three Asian kids eat? <laughs> oh, man. And as a songwriter, we, we do a lot of rice and beans anyway. Okay, so I get to I'm like, then go find your fans. There's no excuse these days. Go prove yourself. Fans don't care. Not enough of them anyway. If Kane Brown can have hits in country, so can anyone who works their butt off and has the goods. Amen? Yeah. I mean, there are enough people to sustain you who love pop country music who don't care that you're Asian. If you're compelling, if you're that good, they're going to stand them salute. Don't think that some people don't find like Kane Brown or Jimmy Allen, like it's a bonus that they're people of color. Because some people are like, yeah, let's celebrate that. And that's fine. Cool. For people that would be turned off by that. And sure, there are people that way in any genre. You are yeah. not going to be accepting people that look differently or have something that makes them different. That's just the world we live in. And, and, and there's going to be racists too. But Exactly. There's going to be that stuff. But you know what? Not enough of them. You're the only person that gets a veto on your career. Everyone else, everyone gets a vote, but no one gets a veto except for you. This doesn't have anything to do with, with racism. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. But the president, the president of Electra Records, absolutely freaking undeniably hated Motley Crue, hated them for four records until they went to number one. And and just all he wanted to do was get rid of them, but he couldn't because they were making money. <laughs> yeah, they, they they made so much money. He he would want to get rid of them. And somebody's like, let me. I can't remember who who it was that was over at Electra. It was like, you know what? Just let me handle all the rock stuff, and you handle the artists. Yeah. You go over there and I'll just handle this because this is making a lot of money right now. And yeah. he let it happen. And then, of course, he comes out when the number one happens with Dr. Feelgood and, and he's gushing all over them. And Nikki Six told him to go F himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but so so not racism, but prejudice. Yeah, I thought they were crap. Yeah. thought they were terrible, but they didn't, still made money. Got a record deal, made millions. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you can find those people who either don't care or actually love you more. 
because of your differences, right? There's, again, no excuse. If you're that yeah. good, people won't care. Come on. What year is it? It's 2021 by the time this drops. Like, yeah. Oh, and, and, president. and by the way, Tom Zutow signed Motley Crue and didn't sign them because he thought they looked cool and had great songs. He signed them because they sold like I think 40,000 records in Los Angeles from that first self-released record they did called Too Fast for Love. Yeah. So it's just like if they can sell 40,000 in Los Angeles, we can blow this up. Oh, yeah, exactly. We got the we can uh, ask all across the world. So that, it wasn't because anybody thought they were talented or had some passionate thing for them. It's just like, holy crap, there's a line around the corner for this club. Mm-hmm. They sold all these records. If we don't do something, somebody else is going to. Exactly. They bottom line people, right? It's the bottom line. So I'm like, okay. So again, no excuses. Go find your people. If you're that good, people, you will make fans, right? Yep. He goes, I've been working on it for six years. I'm like, all right. Apparently he's been working on it since he's 14, I guess, because according to his, I've looked it up later, he's 20. But I said, how's your fan base? Right? He goes, I don't have one and it's rubbish. I'm, but I'm also plenty young enough, so I have time. I'm like, you can just see me rubbing my forehead, like going, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'd be banging my head against the wall. Wow, this is uh, yet somehow I'm punishing myself, but I'm also feeling like this is curious. Let's see how far we can go. It's now, a little bit of a challenge. <laughs> it's not like it's engaging. It's like picking at a scab or something, or a little kinker <laughs> pressing a bruise. <laughs> Right? It's like annoying, but you're like, I just got to go back to it. Right. I'm like, wow, new, new levels of excuses. Okay. Been working for six years and his, and his fan base is rubbish. And I'm sure it's their fault. Uh huh. They're, they're all stupid. They don't see it. Exactly. I'm like, okay. So here's my response again, trying to point to the light. Nothing to it but to do it. We cover this a ton on the podcast. It's free. So I'm not trying to sell you anything. Check it out. My co-host is a music marketer and artist developer. He talks about that, and I cover songwriting, publishing, et cetera. Link to the climb, right? It's like, here's some free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and he continues, undeterred. Like, I have several years before I hit my prime. So at this point, I'm just giving him thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up. Rock on, You're growing your way with your Rock zero on, audience that's rubbish. Or maybe is it a thumbs up or is it me trying to hitchhike out of this, right? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Catch a ride. <laughs> so if we were in a car and I'd right now have one hand on like the, the door handle ready to just, you know, and one hand on my seatbelt ready to just unbuckle and roll. Just take my <laughs> chance with the ro- rumble strips, right? <laughs> That's me on the conversation. So I'm like, thumbs up. And he goes, I put in a ton of work. I don't know. So, so it's not a matter of my work ethic. It's whether or not it's in the plans. Because I could do all I could, be good enough, and still not get the chance I deserve. Okay, so now it's on the universe. So we've gone from what have we gone through? I, I'm uh, we've I, gone I, from I, hey, I, if you're I, that good, you can pitch your songs to a pro right here, yeah. a pro artist and a pro producer on the new thing that you got. Oh, no, 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 I'm not paying it twenty five bucks. Yeah, so he's oh. good enough, but he hasn't gotten the chance. And then he gave him a chance, and then he said no. Uh, there's been some racism. He hadn't had a chance with a label. He's definitely good enough, but it's he doesn't have the sex appeal and racism. And now it's like I don't have a fan base, and basically now I'm putting it off on God because it's just not in the plans. Like the That's universe, like a stack of excuses. <laughs> wow, now we're getting to like foundations of the universe. 
<laughs> you know, he, like, he went through the whole. He went through like somebody's whole career uh-huh. in an afternoon. Yeah, as far as the emotional trajectory. <laughs> yeah. Of, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! So I knew you'd love this one, Johnny. Oh. Okay. So anyway, I'm like, okay. So you know, he could be good enough and still, I'll do all the work and still not get the chance he deserves. Which, by the way, there's there's some truth to that, man. There's there's stuff that nobody can explain why certain people aren't superstars and and other songs haven't been cut there there is that thing about the business it's true i mean the same thing in like hollywood or just any sort of career like man they got the good how did they never billy bean he's a five tool player how come he didn't make it in the big leagues right yeah so yeah all that stuff we all have those stories okay so yeah but so what that's not actionable intelligence. That's not anything I can do anything about. I got to keep on chugging, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's true. Go anyway, because it's true for everybody. So it means it's irrelevant is what that means, because it's true for everybody. All right. I'm like, okay. You're, better, just... you're a better man than me, by the way, because at the, at the point where I would have said, oh, well, if you're good enough, I got this thing here where you can get, you know, submit your song and get in, get in front of these guys. I'm not paying the 25 bucks. I'm like, yeah, why would you want to find out if you're actually good enough? Well, yeah. It's, Why would you want to listen to uh, what other writers are doing and compare it? Why would you want to get in front of a pro who might tell you no? Exactly. Yeah, poor guy. I haven't had any opportunities. <sighs> so here we go. Hear me trying to point him to the light again. I said, make your chances. Nobody invited anybody to Nashville. We're all uninvited. Go out, and if you're good enough and go about it intelligently, good things will happen. You may not become a big star, but tons of folks are making a living doing what they love. If your music isn't connecting to new fans, you're either not getting it in front of the right people or the music isn't good enough yet. Can I get an amen? Yeah, that's the gospel. That's the gospel. Either the music's not good enough or you haven't gotten in front of your people yet. It's that simple. That's it, right? He goes, I'm trying to reach new people, but it's not connecting. They don't like change, and that's what my music is. It's different. Okay, first okay. of all, yeah, it's pop country, but it ain't that. Come on. So my response now, no excuses. That's all I have to say. No excuses. He goes, hmm. <laughs> really? Hmm. Really? Yeah, he goes, people uh, definitely care about looks. And if it was supposed to happen, it would have happened already, sadly. I mean, is I, this guy unfortunate I looking? I still love doing it, though. No, that's the thing. Okay. I'm going to get into that. No, he's... He th- you know what? He thinks he's unfortunate looking. He's not unfortunate looking. Like, but he thinks he is. He thinks he doesn't have it, and he thinks he doesn't look good. There are a lot of women and gay men who find Asian men super attractive, and I am a straight male who find a lot of Asian women extremely attractive, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a race thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's wrapped up in the race thing for him. Again, it's looks, and, and I look different because I'm Asian, and I'm not like the stereotypical white country artist thing. Yeah, okay. But no, he's not He's not a bad-looking kid at all. He's like 20. He just looks like, yeah. No, he's not bad-looking yeah. at all. I'm like, okay, yeah. No, yeah. no third eyeball or anything weird going on. You got stuff you could work with. You know, so yep. yeah. No, to my experience... Nothing. What I can see from that headshot when I went, went to his profile, look it up. It's like, yeah, he's a nice looking kid. Yeah. Okay. Does he look like a star? No, but he's wearing a ball cap and he's dressed like normal people. Okay. I, I'll remind everybody, like, if you want to talk about 
branding and transformations. Mm -hmm. Let's take as white as they come, American girl from Oklahoma, Carrie Mm -hmm. Underwood. Look at her pictures from that season of American Idol and then look at her now. She's put together. Yeah. She learned how to be put together. Yeah. She was a farm girl before. And she was cute. Yeah, she was cute, but but she's hunched over. She had a neck thing. Like, you know, there there was some posture things and and she didn't have to be put together. That wasn't her job description on the farm, was no. it? She's taking care of horses. She's yeah. she's doing her thing. And and I'll bet that she was awesome at that because she's the kind of person right. who's gonna be good at whatever it is she decides to settle on doing. But now she looks like she stepped off a diva spaceship. Yeah. So yeah. Not a and she looks you, you know. She, she looks amazing. Yeah. So that, that, that's those transformations happen because you learn with stylists mm-hmm. and you, you start to learn w- what things make you look good and what things aren't very flattering. Yeah, there are, I mean, there are people whose whole career is that, right? Hair, makeup, yeah. style, all that stuff. Yeah. So I work with them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, okay. But he looks, he looks perfectly normal and fine. Like I wouldn't yeah. have. If, you know, just run across my feet, I wouldn't think anything. He's probably fishing for compliments, too, not for nothing. He probably wanted you to say that. So, I don't know. So he could I'm just like, better. you're acting ugly. Passive aggressive You're acting thing. ugly, son. Yeah, drives me crazy. Sorry, so, I just cussed. All right. So, you know, again, no excuses, right? He's like, hmm, people definitely care about looks. You know, if it's supposed to happen, it would have happened by now, blah, blah, blah. I still love doing it, though. I'm like, is Chris Stapleton a swimsuit model? Garth? Uh, and I list a couple. <laughs> there you go. And this guy's from his picture. He didn't look overweight or anything. Just like a, you know, not even. And on that note, like I remember being on tour with my band when Garth came out. Like I was still an artist, mm-hmm. and everybody was making this big deal about this dude Garth. Now we're talking about Garth Brooks. We're talking about best-selling solo artist of all time. Yeah, the large majority of country music fans consider the goat yeah. the greatest of all time, and. and <laughs> And we're like, who's taking the chubby guy singing with the stupid hat? Like, what is like, what is this all about? Like, we didn't get it. You know, no, we didn't listen to country either, to be fair. Okay. So we're just like, really? Like, what's the girls are going crazy? We're like, what the hell that guy? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I I don't get fun of it on one of his, like, I think his first NBC special, This is Garth Brooks. They made fun of it. He's like, somebody called me the thumb with a hat. He is. I'm stealing that. I've never heard that yeah. before. <laughs> so, I mean, he was like, yeah, this is, you know, okay. You know, and he made fun of it. Like, I'm did, you hit him with that? did you hit him with that? With like, look at Garth, look at Chris Stapleton. Yeah, I, did, I mentioned a, a couple of female artists that I'm not going to mention here, but just that aren't swimsuit models. Okay. Right. So I'm like, it, that are signed and that are having hits. We all have challenges to overcome. Challenges are not excuses. I'm hearing way too many excuses from you. Stop looking at your excuses and start looking at your opportunities. Because I've been trying to get him to look at the opportunities. He goes, a uh, mixture of luck and right place at the right time. These five songs I wrote are good enough for at least a potential contract meeting. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just I'm out at this point. Not with that attitude. Yeah. Even if they were good enough, like you're just going to turn people off. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was like, at this point, I don't care how good your music is. I don't want to be around you because it's not going to happen because you won't let it happen. Like you're going to find this dark cloud in any silver lining. I, you will snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I am confident of that. 
And I will, I will tell you that I have been attracted to females who were on a scale of one to 10, like a 15, man, <laughs> right? Drop dead gorgeous. And you go and you start hanging out with them and you realize they're just this, they're just not attractive. Yeah. Like, wow. The, the better, more I know you, the less I want to. Dang it. Oh yeah. And you're just like, wow. And then, but you see them, they become ugly. Yeah. They become ugly because of their spirit and that dark cloud over their head just becomes such a turnoff that the amazing yeah. supermodel looks aren't enough to overcome yeah. it. You know, unless somebody else was pitching them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut up and think and let other people handle yeah. it. Yeah. Jeez. But it's, you know, it's not going to happen. You'll find a reason why it's not going to happen. Thing is, it's like, so it doesn't matter how good your music is. You're, you're looking, you won't see an open door. And like, I couldn't make it happen for you. I'm trying to help you and you're refusing to help. So therefore I don't really care how good your music is. I don't want to be around that. Right. So it's yeah. something so speaking about the supermodel thing. I heard a thing one time. He's like, okay, picture like the hottest girl around. Right. He goes, and just know that somewhere there's a guy that is sick of her crap. That's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. Uh-huh. Dude, right. You know, it's like, no matter how hot they are, somebody somewhere is just totally sick of their crap. Yep. <laughs> but, and she puts her pants on one leg at a time, just like you like, do. Maybe yeah. a little bit longer, right? Anyway, he's like, yeah, these five songs I wrote are good enough for at least a potential contract meeting. I'm like, you won't even pay for cab fare to go to the meeting, dude. I'm sorry, I'm not paying yeah. five bucks. So I just let it go because I'm hanging out with my wife. Like this has happened kind of in between, but we we go watch a movie. Well, hey, I can get you a meeting tomorrow. How soon can you get to Nashville? Well, I mean, I can't get there because you know yeah. I got my, my one leg's broke, my other leg got amputated, exactly. and, and you know, know I got, I got, I'm blind at one eye. Can't see out the other. Night. <laughs> just the universe is stacked against me. Anyway, um, so I let it go because I'm like hanging out with like a, a girl I like, you know. So we we're hanging out. We watched Moneyball, by the way. That was that night. Yeah, okay. Later that night, so like nine hours later, he goes, and I wrote another banger today. And he sends me the sound file. <laughs> That's just kind of fits right in with the others. He's like, ah, it's fine. I think if I listen to it. A couple days go by, like five days go by, and I haven't responded because I'm like, I'm just, I've found my exit. I'm out. I don't, you know. I got, and you're exhausted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he hits me up. He goes, I'd appreciate a referral. <laughs> why don't I refer you to today's podcast wow mm-hmm. now, that's the kind of referral you give to like your mortal enemy <laughs> yeah let me send you to Johnny okay but, uh, here's the deal are you that person does some of this sound familiar does some of this sound like your inner dialogue your inner monologue the voice inside your head that talks to you that's telling you your about why it hasn't happened yet. What it comes down to is stop looking at the excuses because that's what they are and start looking at the opportunities. This dude, unfortunately for him, and I'm trying to help him. I feel sorry for him, right? Because he's he's caught in a loop of victimization and it's not going to happen when he has that mindset. He won't allow it to happen. He's he's stepping over opportunities so he can he can keep on his journey of victimhood. That story can become very powerful. And you, you're yeah. going to have a hard time changing their stories, even for a better story. Because it's not comfortable. It's what he knows is, and it's a protection thing. Well, I can't do anything about being Asian. And they're just about looks. And it's a protection racket. Exactly. Because he doesn't think he's good looking because he doesn't think he fits in. Or it, and, it's something, 
he's not responsible for that, right? That's on us, right? Yeah. And that's the other thing I was going to say is like none of it, none of his excuses were like his. Exactly, fault. I'm already good enough, so nothing I need to do except you know my fan base is rubbish, and I already work hard enough. I don't need to change anything I'm doing because it's hard to look at yourself and go, I got to get better. I got to get better yeah. at what I do, and I what I'm doing is all, I got to change. That's difficult and that's uncomfortable, and none of us like that, right? Yeah. But he's protecting himself from that responsibility by these excuses. Yeah. And because I got, I got, I got, I got to chime in. So Green Bay Packers this year, my beloved Green Bay Packers. Get the thunder out of the Titans. I'm so we did, and it was bit. awesome. It was awesome. I don't care. Yeah. Like it was great, and uh, and we played like the best game I think I've ever seen him play in maybe ten years. Like on both yeah, sides of the ball, defense. Wow. Yeah. I had the Packer app because I'm a freak mm-hmm. and. Uh, one of the things I've been getting into maybe the last half of this season is, and this is so strange, but I'm listening to it like podcasts. And I realized after this last game where we, where we beat the Titans, where we crushed yeah, them, why I've been listening. Like why, like, why the hell am I doing this? But I'm listening to the interviews mm-hmm. that they have after the game. And so I'm listening to what Aaron Rodgers has to say. I'm listening to what Jones has to say. I'm listening to, you know, all the different, like the players who did really well, they're getting interviewed and the coach Lafleur, because I know that I need to improve. Like I need to, like, I got to do some more drilling down on some of these funnel things for my clients. You know what I mean? Just being honest with myself. And do you know, like what the main theme is through every one of those interviews is like, we got to keep working. Yeah. We did. Yeah, we won the game. I mean, they did. They, they're 12 and three right mm-hmm. now. So they've got one more game and they're probably going to go 13 and three, hopefully, and and get the number one seed. But they're not like, yeah, we rock. We're awesome. We're mm-hmm. num-. They're like, yeah, we could have done that better. Uh, one of the receivers whose mind is is uh, I'm like, I'm forgetting his name, but. Rogers throws him a pass, kind of puts it in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. Dude turns around, turns into a 15 yard gain. And Rogers, he comes back, he's like high fiving Rogers, and Rogers is pissed at himself because he's like, if I would have put it where I want to put it, <laughs> you had a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, man, we got a 50, we got a first down, 50 yard gain. Come on. And he's like, ah, you know, we got to do this better. Yeah. We got to do this better. I got to do this better. I got to do this better. No excuses mm-hmm. is a theme that I have heard from the Packer lot room ad nauseum there's no excuses we got no excuses we got to do it better so it was this new running back who's been like really sick with COVID had a really hard time with it but he's like their third string guy like he got played a lot because there was a lot of snow and he's a big big back and so he's the guy just give him the ball and just run through people that's what you do and and he had this breakout game AJ um I can't remember his last name first name's AJ Uh, just brilliant and his he got he got two touchdowns mm-hmm. in the game first touchdown he goes to do the lambo leap yeah. and he doesn't make right, it yeah. <laughs> you know and there's no there's no fans there right, to help exactly. him yeah uh and, and so then the second time he does and like one of his one of his <laughs> teammates is there to kind of help oh, him yeah, up yeah. and and of course the 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 quarter the or the interviewers are like you know hey man what, what about that first lambo leap they're giving him kind of a little bit of a hard time it's like hey man you know what no excuses like that's on me like i'm gonna do better <laughs> next time like i know next year when I get in there, like I'm going to have some fans to help me, but I'm going to do better because there's no excuses. And that's just it. it. That's why I've been listening to that. Right. Cause I need to, I've been getting a little complacent yeah. and I got to up my game. And I realize that about myself and that's why I've been attracted to that. But it's man, it starts at home. It starts at home. It mm-hmm. starts at home. The last couple of years, of course I've you know, been a Razorbacks fan for 
forever, but you know, listening to the coach speaking and applying it to like what I do, but constant improvement, recruiting, finding the best people on the team. I'm like, yes, I find co-writers and artists and the grind and always getting better, just trying to get that 1% better and all that stuff, right? Is, yep. is really applicable, like the mindset of going out and competing and working hard and all that stuff. You get what you earn and you earn what you get, all yeah. that stuff. So, and one thing, Johnny, you said before on the podcast, and maybe you picked it up somewhere, but I, I love how you said it is it may not be your fault, but it is your responsibility. How yeah. you respond to it? Oh, did you hit him no, with that? Because uh, I'm out. <laughs> I'll save it in my holster. That would have been just drop the mic yeah. right there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, okay. So, just to honor my Packers, it was Devontae Adams was the right oh, yeah, receiver sure. I was listening to. And then that new AJ Dillon was okay. the new running back that we hadn't seen a whole lot of because he'd been yeah. really having a hard time with COVID. And Aaron Jones had a little, still, still ran for 100 yards, had a little injury. <laughs> and they, they put AJ in just because he's like a beast. Yeah. He's just a 250 so pound back, man. Yeah. yeah. Same theme, no okay. excuses. And LaFleur, no, we got it. They're finally happy with one game that they played. Uh, we're going to celebrate this tonight, and then we got to focus on the Bears because it's the Bears. Thing. It's like they celebrate on the field. I believe me, I saw plenty of celebrating on the field. Yeah. They celebrate, so it's not like they're just going moping through the game. No, they're they're hyping each other up. They're celebrating just like the Titans did when Tannehill broke off that forty-nine yard touchdown run. They're high five, their body yeah. bump, all that stuff as you should. But when it's over, all right, we're going to celebrate for a back little bit and then back to work because this back to work for our next game. Yep. That just killed me about this kid who, say he's 20, better writer than I was at 20. I mean, probably, right? Because I didn't start really writing songs until I was like 18 or 19 or something. So mm-hmm. you know, so it's not like he's in a bad spot because I've made it, had hit a good lick yeah. here and there. And no one sent for me either, buddy. But it's a mindset. You That victim, man, you, you, you got to get that self-talk out of your head. You got to start looking for the opportunity, not looking for the excuses. And I'll end on this. So I, I clicked on his, uh, his, his profile the other day, just like pre- last night prepping for this episode. I'm like, let me take another <laughs> look at this guy. And I'm like, where does he live? Okay. Yeah. He lives in California. Okay. So no excuses there. You know, there, there are people in California. Yeah. And then I saw the, uh, like the profile, like what he says about himself. Motivation coach. Country singer. <laughs> no effing yeah. way. Stop it, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, oh my gosh. Motivation coach. How's that business going? Well, you know, there's a lot of racism. Uh, I'm yeah. really good at it, but you people, people it don't want to hear me. Unless something gets in your way. You can do it. Unless it's just not, not your fault. You can do it. Unless people don't like that you're different. You can. I'm like, I think he left off the, I need some motivation, comma, coach. Uh, oh my God. So I can't I'm like, even believe this. You can't write no. this stuff. Like, That's like a comedy like, right there. Wow. That's- that is okay. Good luck with that too. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. So God bless you climbers. No excuses. Look for the opportunity, not the excuses. You don't need keepers. Right. You go out, you find your people. If you're good enough, you can good things will happen. You'll get on the you'll get on the highway. Gatekeepers can't help you anyway. Not until you've helped yourself enough to, to where they can help you. But that's the thing. Finding your fans, finding your co-writers on a small level, like as you grow, you will grow something that eventually people 
that you who not going to give you the time of day right now will start looking for you. And I'll tell you what, like, let's just say for a second that this kid was an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. And let's say that this kid was an amazing artist with a killer voice. Like he had everything, the whole package. He can deliver it all and just sit there and send you these work tapes. And it's just him singing into an iPhone. And you're like, what? And your mind is yeah. blown. You're not sure what from more, the lyric, the melody or the voice yeah. and the way that he's interpreting it and laying it down. We go put him in front of a bunch of label heads right now, and they look at his crappy, non-existent social media. There's nothing they can do to help him. It's not what's going on right now. It's not what's going on. Like you gotta, you gotta be farther along before these people can help you. So it's not about that person or that one break. It's not. It's. You've got to build more of it yourself. Because there's going to be somebody else that's really good, or they're not that great, but they have a huge fan base, and they're like, "Well, I don't get it." Suck, and they have a huge fan base. Yeah, at the end of what they're already selling, you're going to get beat by that, beat out by that person, and you'll blame whatever you're going to blame for that. So you thought it was all about the art, did you? No excuse for not finding your people. So, anyway. So that was fun. Thank you. I feel I feel lighter. I feel better. I, got, I feel I got, energized. Like I want to go punch somebody oh. right now. Like, <laughs> no, I, mean, I got I got I got revved up again, Johnny. I got wound up again, and the tightness in my chest. But this is also ah, help me help me get it off. Yeah, you had to get it off your chest. Yeah. So, hope this is <laughs> I hope this has helped you, climbers, because it's it's some truth. So anyway, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I do have a gift for you. It's free, so you don't have to worry. I'm not trying to sell you anything, but it's my uh, it's my free ebook. It's called Think Like a Pro Songwriter. You can get it at songwritingpro.com slash I'm not giving my email address for exactly. anything. Exactly. I can't do it, but I've never had an opportunity. Um, <laughs> songwritingpro.com slash gift, or just go to the main page and you'll see free gift there. It's Think Like a Pro Songwriter. It's lessons and mindset stuff and and how-tos and stuff that I've learned from my years in the music business. It's my gift to you. Just tell me where to send it. We send it right off to you. Awesome. Well, hey guys, that brings us to the end of another Killer Climb episode. Make sure that you join the Climb community, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review, and tell a friend about it if it's working for you. Make that happen. This podcast exists because we want you to win, so keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 